episode is brought to you by our good friends at the Privacy Pros, privacy advocates and real opt-out solutions. For more information, visit privacypros.com. Welcome to the Wanderlust Podcast. It's good to have you here with us. Welcome. We are your mystic sisters. We sure fuck are. I'm Sarah. And I'm Emily. Or Ray, if you know me as Ray. Hey. Hey, Ray. <laughs> hey, Ray. Hey, Ray, Ray. Hey, hey, hey. 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 <laughs> Oh, God, I messed that up. Ignore that. Delete that. Anyways, welcome back to another wonderful week on our podcast. Right in the spookiest of seasons. We don't care that it is still September. It counts. It Um, is spooky season. It is spooky season on August 31st, y'all. Exactly. Get with the program. This is how we choose to live our lives, Okay. Literally, this is though. What's happening? Yeah, yeah. This is important stuff. You guys are here first, and uh, and it's delightful. Um, so yeah, we basically just like to talk about all of the weird, wonderful, spooky, kooky unexpected, yeah, unexpected, unexplained, the unexplained, unknown, the unknown, the unprecedented, um, stuff. And that's what we like to do. So welcome. Come take a deep dive down with us. Into our weird wonderings that we have each week. Um, Yeah, we've got some exciting stuff happening this spooky season. We got some merch that we're going to drop in October. Don't forget to keep an eye out for that. We're working really hard on it for you. Yeah. Yeah, especially Emily. She's been doing a fantabulous job. I get I get all the sneak peekies of things, and I just want to share them with everybody because everything looks so good. She's so cute that she says the sneak peekies of things because I literally sent her, like, I edit one pixel, and I'm like, what about this? And then I edit <laughs> it again, and I'm like, what about this? You know, though, that's what I do when I edit photos, though, too. I, like, slightly change something, like, like minor. As like, soon as I save it. I am like, I notice something, you know, I can look at it 10,000 times before I save it. And I'm like, no, 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 it's good. I save it. I send it to myself. And then I'm like, oh, fuck, I should have done this. Yep. Yep. It's a process. It's all great. I love it. Lit. She loves it. Um, Also, right before we started recording this, I was messing around with my little pupper Jill and I was just winding her up because that's what I like to do with dogs. If you have dogs, watch out. <laughs> I like to wind them up. Yeah, um, it's great. Yeah, yeah. So I was like scratching her butt, getting her all super, super duper pumped up. And literally, she jumped up, bit my nose ring <laughs> out of my nose. Out of my nose. This is why you guys are made for each other. She's like, all right, bitch, you're going to do it. I'll do it right fucking back. I am lucky she didn't rip it off of my face. She is your child. It just got caught on her tooth. You know, it's like she wasn't being like aggressive, but it just like it was startling. Like it bent out of my face and I was like, oh, my God. (laughs) What are you doing? 
And she's like, what? This is what you wanted, right? This is what you wanted. This is what you asked for. She's like, don't give it if you can't take it, honey. Yeah. <laughs> oh, speaking of small animals. Mm. Oh, yeah. Sarah has a new friend. I got a new friend. Because doing an episode about the history of cats was not enough. Nope, sure wasn't. And I remember <laughs> going about, about how I'm like, Mike, I can't be a crazy cat lady if I already ha- if I only have one cat, right? Well, I got a kitten this weekend. And she's the cutest. She is a baby Siamese. And she has little eyeballs that look like jewels. And her name is Princess Zelda. And she's the best. She is so cute. I can't even handle it. Don't worry. I'm going to post pictures for everybody because everybody needs to see the cuteness that is Princess Zelda. Yeah, we need a pet post. Yeah, we should. Yeah, we need a pet post. I'm sitting on pet content over here, and I'm not doing anything about it. I have so much pet content. Literally. I record videos randomly all the time because I'm like, gonna post them, and then I never do. And also, right before this, recorded a TikTok. It took me at least an hour and a half. (laughs) I don't do think that. I know how to use TikTok. I don't think you do either because that was it was funny, but it shouldn't have taken you that long. <laughs> I had to share it from my because it's like I don't if anyone knows how to use TikTok, please let me know. Because like I don't know how to upload my own audio to TikTok for a TikTok. Oh, I don't think you can. Yeah, I don't think you can either. So I literally unless we're both just old and if we are wrong, please tell us. Yeah, it's like I I know I know as soon as we're done with this, I'm going to be looking up videos of like, am I dumb? Because it's usually am I am I dumb? dumb? (laughs) (laughs) No, we're just we're just old. I uh, I had one of those instances recently this past week where I was like, I was like, you know now my birthday's coming up and it's like another year and I'm like no I'm still young and then I'm like hanging out with somebody who's younger and we're talking about all these younger people and I'm like maybe I am old (laughs) maybe I am because all that just sounds ah you know what I'll just stay in my house and play with my kitten it's fine she's really cute she's so sweet and she, she, oh, also, she silent meows. It's the funniest thing. That's too cute. Apparent, apparently, that's common with Siamese, but I did not know that. And so, like, when I brought her home and she just opened her mouth and be like, at me. Aww. And I'm like, did, did she lose her tiny voice? No, Aww. she silent meows. Does she actually meow? She does occasionally, but she also just silent meows. And the only way I know this is because I can hear her little mouth go like, and she opens it to meow. <laughs> what a goof. She is. She's so cute. That's really adorable. Yep. Yeah. I was going to say something, but I don't remember now. Because we're getting old. We are. How old are you? I don't want to talk about it. Oh, you're going to be 30 this year. Yeah. This coming here. Thank God. Then and I just recorded this. my first <laughs> real <laughs> effort at a TikTok. <laughs> really coming into my prime. Honestly, as soon as I uploaded that, I was like, ooh, I should learn this dance for this dance challenge. Maybe I can be trending. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I also like that you had the Imago coffee sweatshirt on. <laughs> 
I, that's my only big sweatshirt. I did I'm like, sorry. We have merch. Order yourself a big fucking sweatshirt. I did order it. It's not here yet. Oh, it's not? Yeah, I got the orange one. The one that Corey got, but an orange. But an orange. Hi, Corey. Yeah. Hi, Corey. Uh, Laisha got a red one. Oh. Hi, Laisha. Hi, Laisha. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's awesome. I'm, I'm, I'm like, I cannot contain my excitement for this merch in October, y'all. Like, I literally. I can't either. I have been. She's hyper killing it, guys. Fixating, yeah. hyper focusing on this shit, knocking it out. And honestly, it's honestly been a very empowering experience because I'm like, oh, I can do things. Yeah, you can. Like, like I'm not going to lie. Things. That one that you sent me, I was like, how the fuck did she come up with this? Also, guys, this is coming from the person that went to school for, like, you know, illustration and graphic design. And she's pumping this shit out like it's fucking nothing. Like, I. I don't know, maybe because at this point it all stresses me out so much, I just get like a mental block and I'm like, ah, nothing is good, everything is terrible. Yeah, I totally get that. I get like that all the time about writing stuff. Uh, it's really annoying. And like, I had a funny thought last night and I didn't write it down and I forgot it. And that happens all the time. But it's like, when I'm not trying to be funny or when I'm not like trying to focus on thinking of something funny, that's when I have my funniest thoughts. You gotta yeah. write them down. Like, you yeah. gotta write them down. Yeah. Well, maybe not everybody. Maybe some people, like, ha don't have the memory of, like, a fruit fly, but... Oh, wait. Speaking of something funny, I want to share with you something that Evie said that was funny. I have random notes that record the random silly things that Evie says to me because she just cracks me up. So, um, Evie was doing something, and I almost called Evie... I almost said, oh, my sweet summer child to Evie, mm -hmm. which is normal and evie goes did you almost call me your sweet summer child i am your all year child like <laughs> yeah you are Fair accurate point. accurate also though you were born in summer so i feel like it still applies but you know whatever oh my gosh mom sent me a picture of her hugging that unicorn i made her i like was so happy. It took me so long to make this unicorn for my a beautiful, adorable niece. And when she opened it on Christmas, <laughs> she was not as excited about it as she was other <laughs> things. Understandably. She, but now she loves it, which is actually funny because she also loves a doll that I crocheted her that she didn't really care about. Mm. And now that she knows that I made it, she like brings it everywhere with her. Same with that like unicorn. Mm. She like has it on her bed and stuff. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It's so cute. I worked so hard. It's the it cutest. It did not go unicorn. to waste. It yeah. is the cutest unicorn. Well, she has a kid. She can make one, too. Maybe this one can actually make one. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, anything else interesting happened in the last few days? Um, somebody was tr was complimenting me. <laughs> Slightly funny, slightly like, okay. Um, somebody was complimenting me and <laughs> like, girl, you're thicker than a bowl of oatmeal. What? <laughs> Excuse me, what? Yep. <laughs> I had to say that really fast because I was going to giggle it out. But I was like, that's something I've been thinking about all week. And it I just like. That's something I've been thinking about. <laughs> it's just like 
you know, the creativity of the human race never ceases to amaze me. Girl, you're sicker than a bowl of oatmeal. Mm. Okay. <laughs> I just can't. I'm like, I'm awkward. So I'm like, I don't know. How do I respond to that? Thanks. Also, now I kind of want oatmeal or an oatmeal cream pie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I've been, I've been waiting for it to be cold out so I can do my warm green bowls again. Because what I do, you don't know, you haven't, I haven't made you one of these? No. Oh, it's like, okay, so you use regular oats, a packet of instant oatmeal, and I, and I use like the minute oats. I don't use like the hardcore ones. Yeah. They're, reg, they're oats. Oats are oats. Oats are oats. Uh, oats are oats. Okay. So packet of instant oatmeal, whatever flavor you want, add some regular minute oats in there. And then you throw granola of your choice in there. I personally like to use chocolate granola or like oh, uh, cinnamon raisin granola or like um, something like that. And then I throw in like raisins or like dried blueberries or raisins or something, whatever I like. Toss a little oat milk in there, oats on oats. Throw that shit in the microwave for like a minute and then it comes out and it's like oatmeal cake. Like it's not that watery. sounds it's amazing. Thick, it's warm. It fills you up. It cleans you out. Listen, clean, what is it? What does it clean out? If you want clean poops, you eat a warm green Ugh, bowl. Okay, actually, I don't know why I even pretended to ask. Like, why did I do this? To I myself? thought you were. I thought that was it. Like you were like trying to be cute. <laughs> I didn't realize it was a real question. <laughs> No, I was trying to be cute, like thinking that for some reason you wouldn't answer. I don't know what why. that I, I wouldn't that tell was... you about the clean poops that I'm so proud of. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't know why that th- that was my thought process. I am at the age now where if I have a good poop, I'm gonna have a good day. <sighs> it's true. I know nobody wants to talk about poop, but literally, it's like, that's that's what happens when you get older, people. For anyone out there who's listening to us who's younger, I just want to let you know, love your poops while you can. <sighs> All right. So this week, we are talking about... Nature. Nature. Yep. Or nascence. Nope, it's nature. It's nascence. just We're talking about nature. nascence. Nature and science. It's uh, nascence. Nature. Science. Ugh, ew. Could you have said that more grossly? I was saying it French. Are the French gross to you? Is that what you're saying? The way you just said that was gross to me. I'm excited this week. Yeah, what are you excited about? I'm talking about a spooky topic. What's still. a spooky topic? Are you ready? Yeah. Okay. Today, I'm going to talk about the Ouija board. For science yeah. and nature? Yep, you will see. Don't worry. Okay. I'm excited. Yeah? Yeah. Seem a little dubious there for a I, second. A little dubious, yes, but now I'm also like, ooh, I'm gonna learn things that I don't know about something I wanna know more about. Yeah, also spooky, also spectacular, as in spooky, spectacular. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just like spectacular. That's probably better. Okay. All yeah. right. 
Yeah. No, no, no. It's fine. I'll dull my shine for you. Is that really what we're doing? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Ouija boards. Let's do it. Let's get into it. Ooh. Okay. So Ouija board is obviously a spooky season topic must. Must. I've actually been wanting to do this for a while. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. The notes were really easy for me because I've looked it up like 5,000 times. Oh, cool. Um, but I decided to save it for spooky season because it's appropriate. I actually have wanted to do it since I made our spirit board. I am still obsessed with that spirit board. I still very much want one. Um, and we should okay. post pictures of it again because literally like that shit is fire. So I was going to post pictures of it for uh, this this episode when it gets released. Yeah. We should just yeah. always be posting pictures of it because like we need that. I need one. I need one. I need one. You don't have to do anything for me for Christmas. Or for the I was going to say, maybe, maybe the Christmas fairy can get you one. A Christmas like miracle of a spirit board would just send me. <laughs> Ooh, I love it. Also, I'm okay. like, why have I never looked up Ouija boards before? I think because I was too scared. I'm going to be honest. I was going to say, we grew up in the church, so that really <laughs> yeah, we're very, affected we were, things for a minute. We were also very innocent and like sheltered like not on purpose i don't feel like but it definitely it just happened, happened yeah. that way yeah yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> so yeah the ouija board obviously there's a huge cloud of superstition and supposed evil Ooh. surrounding it um that was perfect i love it so much <laughs> oh, that was amazing <laughs> you're really gonna start doing videos because of that way you guys can see me do ridiculous things to this microphone it just makes my heart sing yes <laughs> um but actually it wasn't always the case it wasn't originally meant as something creepy and spooky and evil uh there are also actually two horror movies called ouija and then ouija colon origin of evil one, the first one came out in 2014. The second one came out in 2016. I have not seen them uh, because I've looked at the stuff up before and it kind of annoys me. So I'll be honest with you. Like, my view of the Ouija board is kind of like what we talked about in the tarot episode. Where it's like, is it evil or is it just people being superstitious and playing and weird? Yeah. Honestly, I will say it took me an upsetting amount of time to realize in my life that since everyone's hands are on it, you don't know who could be pushing it. Someone's always pushing it. Oh, don't worry. We get more. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. See, we have, okay. a, we have a dash of skepticism in here. It's like, I want to believe in this shit. But then I realize I'm like, oh, Emily, you're just dumb. <laughs> Am I? dumb <laughs> uh, but I mean I believed so, in Santa until last year I know it was really upsetting when she realized it was the whole temper tantrum temper tantrum temper tantrum okay we're know. cutting that out <laughs> <laughs> this is what came Who to my brain to know what I went through when I realized <laughs> that Santa, Santa wasn't, wasn't real, real. That Nora didn't actually track him. <laughs> Nora Pine Frame? She's no, not sh real either. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> it was funny as I started learning about uh, uh, neurotransmitters in my psychology class, and norepinephrine was one of them. I was like, ah, good old Nora Pine Frame back to haunt me. 
<laughs> Nora Pine Train and Sarah Tunin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. The Boo. best of friends. Yeah. So, also when I was doing my research, this one I found last minute and it made me so happy. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, trigger slash, you know, hopefully not insulting people warning. <laughs> this comes from Catholic.com. Their Q&A section, okay? Oh, my God. Yep. <laughs> a friend of mine, the question is, a friend of mine has used a Ouija board on several occasions. I have advised him against it, but he insists it is just used for fun and that it is harmless. Is this true? Catholic.com states, no, the Ouija board is far from harmless as it is a form of divination quote-unquote, seeking information from supernatural sources. The fact of the matter is, the Ouija board really does work, and the only, quote-unquote, spirits that will be tacted, or be contacted through it are the evil ones. <sighs> it's true that many people view the Ouija board as harmless. They often claim, oh, I don't believe in it, or something to this effect. However, a disbelief in something does not necessarily mean that something isn't real. The Ouija board has an objective reality that exists apart from a person's perception of it. In other words, it's real even if you don't believe in it. And we know this because God himself tells us so. Wow. So do you know that people, dear Catholic Church, do you know that people being sexually harassed and molested is real even if you don't believe in it? She went there, guys. She went there. <laughs> Woo! I love how you sound like the guy who announces for the UFC. God, what's his Hi, name? Hi, that's, exact, that's exactly what I was going for. Thank you so much. I don't remember his last name. Banner? He's so cute. No. Where's the cutest? Bruce Banner? Is that the Hulk? Yes. <laughs> what's his last name? <laughs> I gotta find out now. <laughs> he sounds like the Hulk. <laughs> Bruce UFC. That's what I'm typing into my computer right now. <laughs> Bruce Buffer. I was close. Buffer. Close. Yes. He has the cutest suits. I want all of his suits. Yes. So instead of taking the church at their word, I am going to get my answers from science. But also, I did a little digging on this website. <laughs> I can't. I'm so sorry. What? Just like all of the things in me. I'm just like, but no, science don't. isn't real. I know. Don't worry. We're, okay, Some people so people don't believe in science. <laughs> what did it, what was what did the Catholic Church just say? Just because you don't believe in it doesn't mean that something isn't real. God damn. <sighs> Anyways, the same website says that anybody who has dabbled in the occult, they have this whole thing about people <laughs> dabbling in the occult, right? Okay, I heard deviled in the occult. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So This is a quote from their website. If anyone has dabbled in the occult, they should quickly repent and go to confession to receive sacramental absolution. In addition, depending on what type of fallout they are receiving from their occult activities, they could ask their pastor and or vicar general's office in their diocesan. I am not Catholic, so I think that's how you say that. Uh, If there are people in the parish trained and formally designated by the bishop to engage in deliverance pair prayer whether layman or priests so like they're looking for specific people to like uncurse you from your ungodly things so fun fact you know they're talking about it being like terrible if somebody is dabbled in the occult 
But according to Wikipedia, the occult, in the broadest sense, is a category of supernatural beliefs and practices which generally lie outside the scope of religion and science, encompassing things like mysticism, spirituality, and magic. Uh, do you know what also follows under that umbrella? What? Making a wish on your birthday. That's like a spell. <sighs> The whole All thing. Right, witch talk. All the whole right. thing. The whole thing. I'm rubber, you're glue. Whatever bounces off of me and Literally, sticks to you. I, I know. I have seen witch talk. I know. I know no, I know. Um, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. Spell. Oh, uh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> okay, listen. I did learn some things when I was perusing witch talk, but I will say it is still funny when someone is walking around their house and literally like oh if you want to feel better about making breakfast for yourself in the morning put this birch twig under your microwave if you want to remember to buy groceries hey i'm not saying that on top of your cabinets and they're literally walking around with sticks and leaves and just putting them in (laughs) random corners and crevices of their house and it's like a 12 minute video of just this and i'm like okay this is honestly hilarious like (laughs) Okay, but I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that, like, these types of things, you know, no, are no, also the occult. That really, no, it's, like, you know. it's, it's a both and because it's, like, some of the things I'm, like, like the whole broom upside down one, I really want to try that. Wait, what? The whole theory of, like, if you have someone in your house and you want them to leave, you take a broom and you turn it upside down and they'll leave, like, right Ooh. after. I want to try that. Right? I want to try it. It's like, I want to test some of these things out. I am not going to put leaves and sticks in random places around my house all the time. Like, but yes, I've seen that. And yes, I understand what you're saying. With the my wishes, whole point is like, are you going to go, are you going to go to confession every time you sing happy birthday and blow a candle out and make a wish? Cause that's the occult guys. Well, now you're going to confession. Cause you're like, I blew on people. <laughs> Too bad the priests don't go to confession for that. Oh. So anyways, back to the Ouija board. <laughs> <laughs> I'm back to the Ouija board. Back to the Ouija. Um, did you say Luigi? No, I said the Ouija. Oh. In my cute voice that you like a lot. I, I really do, actually. <laughs> Back to the Ouija board. So, those of you who don't know, the Ouija board came out of the spiritualist movement in the 1800s. Mm. For those of you who don't know, spiritualism is a movement that believes that the spirits of the dead exist and can be contacted and even wish to contact and communicate with us as the living. Spirits are also thought to be more advanced than humans and can provide helpful information about moral slash ethical issues and even, you know, guide living humans, i.e. when people talk about their spirit guides and stuff like that, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, spiritualism was in its peak, especially in English-speaking countries from about the 1840s to the 1920s. Uh, and especially after the Civil War, you know, there's so much death and destruction. A lot of people really did turn to spiritualism because they wanted to believe that they could go contact their lost husband or son or, you know, whoever had just died in that war, right? Yeah, and I will... But there, there's World a lot War of I. Civil War places that are, like, mega haunted. Oh, I'm not doubting that. Okay. 
I'm just saying that this is this why, is a, why yeah. spiritualism was a thing. Okay. Do you think they became ghosts like right away, or do you think it like took a few hundred years for the for their for their like film to develop? I don't know, and I'm still waiting to see a ghost that's like wearing a hoodie and slippers. Yeah. You know that meme where it's like as you're dying, you like, oh no, I got to get some Victorian clothes real quick to fit in with all the other ghosts. I wonder if, like, when you pass over, when you cross through the veil, if you're allowed to, like, customize your haunt, you know? Ooh, like, what, what kind of I involvement so. do you want? Because I feel like I just want a residual I, haunt of all my TikTok dances. Dude, that would be... Yes. 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 Or be that like... Be or, you know, like a ghost that just starts screaming, Leroy Jenkins! Why? There was that whole Halo video from back in the early 2000s. Never mind. I'm making myself. What was it? Was old. it like a red versus blue thing? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we are old. Yep. So, anyways. <laughs> yeah, guys, we were alive before the internet was like a real thing. Well, Sarah well, was. Look out here. <laughs> Charlie the unicorn. Oh my gosh. Yeah, the Numa Numa guy. <laughs> I was just thinking about that video the other day, too, actually. I was telling people at work about the gummy bear video, the robot chicken gummy bear video. Oh, my God. Yes. Because I'm, I'm a gummy, gummy bear. bear. Gummy bear. <laughs> I'm not going to do it. <laughs> no. It's, Thank it's a you. good one. It's definitely a blood curling scream. Um, so, anyways, all this death and destruction and spiritualism all come together and make one happy, you know, pie of let's talk to the dead. So people would hold. (laughs) Okay, Sweeney. Okay, Miss Todd. So people would use numerous tools. Uh, There's like automatic writing. There's, you know, there's mediums that claim they could channel the spirits. Like there's all kinds of ways to commune with the spirits. And Mm. the Ouija board was one of these tools. It was actually, there was a variety of different types of spirit boards and Originally, the planchette, the pointer tool that comes with the Ouija board, mm-hmm. used to have a hole in it to hold a pencil so the spirits could actually write out answers to questions versus pointing to the letters. Wow. Isn't that interesting? That is interesting. I did not know that. I didn't know that either. So the Ouija board we know today was invented in 1886. Uh, By it's a white spe- guy named Ouija. Ouija. No. Ouija. No, stop. Luigi Ouija. <laughs> I'm going to punch you. Um, <laughs> she gets so much joy from it, too. Like, I say something like that, and instead of being like, ah, she's like, hee hee, look what I did. <laughs> um, it's disputed who actually invented it, but it was first sold by Elijah Bond and Charles Kennard. So, ooh, fun fact. Myth behind the name of the Ouija board is during a seance, they asked the board what it wanted to be called, and it spelled out Ouija, or Ouija. And when they asked what it meant, it spelled good luck. It's an iffy origin, but it sounds cool, right? Okay, what's the actual etymology of it, though? So, it's also possible that it was named to after, or named Ouija to have, like, an exotic foreign appeal, because during the spiritualist movement, everybody was... It was around the same time that people were obsessed with mummies, and it was supposed to, like, have a nod at an Egyptian god. Um, And keep in mind, this was also the period of time where people would grind up mummy bodies and ingest them as medicine. God, I forgot about that. 
I know. I really wanted to remind you about it because oh, you loved it so much. Yes. Yeah. People are so fucking weird, dude. Yeah. Um, which. So it's led- not like named after anything, and nobody really knows why it's called Ouija. There's like theories, I mean, but there's not like a concrete. We we is yes for in French, and ya is yes in German. That's another thing. But yeah. Were they German and French dudes? Uh, I don't know, because this isn't the history episode, so I wasn't going to go, like, too much into the history. <laughs> I, I'm just so confused. Yeah, it's uh, another another theory was that the woman who named it, she had a locket that she claimed said Ouija on it, but it actually said Ouida, which had something to do from French literature on it. Um, but it was spelled O-U-I-D-A, but because of the, like, cursive and the way that it was written, it looked like Ouija. By the 1920s, people were using the name Ouija more as slang. So if you were playing with the Ouija board, you were Ouija-ing. Uh, boards also read, if you call it Ouija or Ouija, it still spells good fun. Which I just thought was hysterical. Um, okay. The board still had like a mystical, like, ooh, spooky vector behind it. But it was no longer solely like a... A spiritualist tool it was more it developed more to be like a game that you could play with like friends and family like mm-hmm. literally just to have fun um the ouija board was featured in an episode of i love lucy where she had a fake seance with a ouija board norman rockwell had a famous illustration of two people happily playing with the ouija board um, and in 1966, the patent was sold to the Parker Brothers and it outsold Monopoly that same year. Wow. So, like, it's literally just being used as a board game. When was Monopoly invented? Uh, I don't know, actually. I don't know. That's I would fine. assume that it would be earlier because he has, like, the top hat and the coat and probably, like, early 1900s. I don't know. Maybe. Right? I don't know. So, it wasn't until The Exorcist came out in 1973 that the... Ouija board was associated with evil, demons, the devil, you know, and it's all a stereotype that the game can still not shake today. Uh, This coincided with the wonderful time in the U.S. that uh, we experienced and are somewhat still experiencing the satanic panic, just like running rampant. They saw the exorcist and, you know, the Ouija board made this girl possess and lose her soul to the devil and everybody just went with it even though it's, it's a fucking movie. Did you hear about the satanic panic that's happening in Texas right now? Yes, because maybe it was going to be a topic someday. What about how the satanic temple is allowed is saying? Oh yeah, mm-hmm. about abortions. Wait, no, that's not the satanic panic though. No, this I was just being cute. See, <laughs> oh, it's like what? Yeah, no, the Satanic Temple is, like, so apparently you can get an abortion under the, um... Religious freedom, Right, of religious freedom, yeah. yeah. And so the Satanic Temple is, like, saying, hey, say you're part of the Satanic Temple and you can get an abortion under that religious freedom law. And, um, they're, like, granting people, like, membership and all of this shit so that way women can get abortions and... I just think it's pretty awesome of the Satanic Temple. <laughs> right? Right? Now that I know so much about demons. I know. Yeah, we're out. Oh, we're, we are very demon-esque uh, the last couple of weeks. 
Yeah. 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 But like my friend told me about that yesterday and I was like, fuck yes, satanic temple. Yeah. It's just add another, add another tick in the Satan column. Well, and it just like kills me too with like the exorcist making it the Ouija board was the reason. And I guess it's, I read some articles that were like, oh, well, you know, it extra, you know, it extra made an impact on people because it was supposedly based on a true story. But, like, it's a fucking horror movie, guys. Also. People are dumb. The Exorcist came out 50 years ago. Not 30. Like, I keep thinking the 1970s was 30 years ago. Because we're in the year 2021. Okay, so I was sitting here and I was like, wow, yeah, then I still haven't seen it. Don't care to. I mean, I don't either. That wasn't 30 years ago. God, we are old. Yeah. Yeah. This shirt. This shirt is is thirty is more than thirty years old. Yeah, it is. Wow. Yeah. They don't make them like this anymore. <laughs> That's a good way to sound old. They don't make clothes like this anymore. They don't, man. I throw my clothes in the washing machine and they like disintegrate yeah. after like three loads. What the fuck? Yeah. Um. So, anyways, that's all of the background behind the Ouija board. Basic sum up was spiritualist movement, then it was a board game, then the exorcist came out and everybody was having satanic panic about it, and now, still to this day, I mean, I've heard plenty of people, even M from, and that's why we drink, was like, no, I'm not messing with the Ouija board because it's so ingrained in our minds that it's something, like, evil. I'm I'm not even going to pretend like I was not one of those people up until this year when I actually realized, oh, people are fucking with it. That's... Probably well, what's happening. Let me tell you what is actually happening. Oh, so, <laughs> when you have, you know, when you're using a Ouija board, you have your seance, you probably have candles, maybe some incense, maybe you're a little drunk and tipsy, I don't know. But anyways, you have the board, you put the planchette on the board, and you're supposed to lightly place your three middle fingers of each hand on the planchette while it's resting on the board. And you ask the questions and see what happens, and it should move to where you want to go. However, I've read a lot of things, and uh, it mainly works if you're with other people. Big surprise. Not when you're by yourself. I was going to say, how does that work by yourself, though? It still can, and I'll tell you why. So, there's this wonderful, wonderful article from Vox called How a Ouija Board Works. Hint, it's not ghosts. (laughs) Which just, I like Fox, so it made me happy. Uh, But there's a quote from the article that says, It all sounds pretty harmless, but there's a tradition of people believing that Ouija Boards are dangerous, occult gateways that can lead to demon possession or worse. After all, what happens if it's a non-friendly spirit that's moving the planchette around without your control, right? So, there's actually a simple scientific explanation for the Ouija port phenomenon called the ideometer effect, which means the influence of the unconscious mind on the body's muscles. So, basically, it's when your body moves your muscles without you consciously telling it them to do so. Like, your brain is in control of the movement, even though you weren't actually thinking about doing it, Right. Uh, a really good example is when you're sleeping and you know you, like, jerk awake. Like, you're not telling yourself to jerk. <laughs> <laughs> you 
You know what I mean? But your body just does it because yeah, your brain unconsciously told you so to do so, right? Is that like when you put the hanger on your head and your head automatically turns? I've never tried that. Oh, you haven't? Oh, that's a no. Thing. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, and another quote from. From the Vox article, it says, In the case of the Ouija board, your brain may unconsciously create images and memories when you ask the board questions. Your body responds to your brain without you consciously telling, quote-unquote, it to do so, causing the muscles in your hands and arms to move the pointer to the answers that you, again, unconsciously may want to receive. It also just made me think of the Catholic Church again. I know. It also kind of reminds me of the tarot cards, though, because, and I did find some evidence later that, like, some people, uh, some more spiritual people actually use the Ouija board uh, because they know about this effect to get more in tune with your subconscious or your unconscious mind. Oh, yeah, like tarot cards. Like tarot cards. Yeah, exactly. Um, And, you know, speaking of the tarot cards, you know, since they are also evil and have that juju around them. You know, I wonder if the guy, the same guy who, like, curses them at Amazon also curses the Ouija boards before they all get shipped out when people, like, you know, order them. No, I think that they actually have um, a witch in the factory. A whole coven. They have a, they have a coven, yeah. A whole coven. Factory floor coven. They're the ones that are in charge of quality assurance. They put the sticker on at the end. The sticker is the Is hex. the curse. Yep. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, another example of the ideometer effect is a pendulum. Mm, so, yeah. and this is a good experiment that you can do with yourself because it looks like it's moving, but what happens is, is like when you're holding the pendulum down, it's on the string or chain or whatever, right? And there's right. weight and it feels like you're not moving, but your finger subconsciously is making the tiniest movements that can be exaggerated because of the hanging chain and weight. Because I'd if like you to see a surgeon do the pendulum thing. <gasps> Ooh, yes. That would be super interesting. Or like a barber or hairdresser, someone who has really um, really steady, steady hands. hands. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I feel like I guess part of that subconscious movement is like, you know, it's like I can't just stay still. Even when you like freeze. Like try. Your body's still gonna move a it's little bit. Still like I'm moving. not even that shaky today. I was I was gonna say I'm not either, and I'm watching I'm my hands still move. Yeah. But I know I'm still moving, like, mm-hmm. you know? Yep, exactly. So I thought that was a really interesting example of how that works because it's you can, uh, you can see that it's, it's an easy way for it to exaggerate these small movements that we mm-hmm. might not notice that we're actually making. Um, there are also several scientific studies done to back up these results. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's been repeated and repeated and uh thanks to my human anatomy and physiology class i know that if you can repeat results it's uh, more likely that those results are accurate thank you scientific method anyways yeah. uh <laughs> no but uh so the most interesting findings that i found while was doing my research were if you have somebody using the ouija board but they're using it blindfolded, they have much, much more incoherent results. And this shows that though the movements feel paranormal, the messages only came through 
in a way that makes sense when the players can see the letters on mm. the board and physically guide the planchette, whether or not they're doing it on purpose. Right. You know what I mean? Like, it yeah. might be on purpose or it might just be sub- uh, subconscious. Yeah. And so an experiment that I found on HowStuffWorks.com is you blindfold the players and turn the board 90 degrees so that uh, you can't memorize the way that the board is set up with the letters mm-hmm. and all kinds of nonsensical results will result, nonsensical results will occur mm. uh, because they don't have that image branded in their mind. Mm. And that sort of helps to debunk the mystical factor. Yeah. Um, another interesting, very interesting fact was there's this one study done where people who used a Ouija board to answer questions, like challenging questions from researchers, answered more correctly when they had the Ouija board versus when they didn't. Mm. So without the Ouija board, they answered correct about 50% of the time. With the Ouija board, the participants believed that they had the ability to, quote-unquote, receive correct answers through the Ouija board from another person teleconferencing via, like, a robot Ouija partner. So it was, like, a robot using the Ouija planchette with them. Mm -hmm. And they thought that the person was going to be spelling out the answers for them using this robot. But what actually happened was the robot was... The robot was real, but it was a ruse. The robot only amplified the participants' own movements. So it basically just followed the person, what they Mm. were doing. And with this, when the person was being asked the question, they were actually correct 65% of the time. Hmm. Um, Interesting. And according to the Baltimore Magazine, the implication is that the unconscious is much smarter than anyone knows and capable of pulling up bits of stored information not necessarily accessible to the conscious mind. Which I thought was super fucking interesting. Yeah. Um, Another study also showed that some participants could be subtly influenced to answer in a specific way through subtle eye movements or muscle movements during the Ouija board session. This also shows that it's the person doing the movement, even if they're not doing it on purpose, they're they're still doing it, not like a ghost. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And also, like, if a ghost was doing it and able to, like, move a planchette around a board, could they not then use that energy to, like, you know, grab a broom and help me and clean my house? You. Oh, <laughs> I was thinking clean my house, but okay, we'll go there. <laughs> Wipe mean, down the counters. Like, yeah, or, like, throw a rock at you when your alarm is going off too much. Like, yeah, yeah. Have energy to do something, they will fucking like, do it. please do it. And, um, you know, is the ghost an ideal roommate? Maybe I should just have, you know, Sarah's home for spinsters and spirits. And small yeah, ones. I mean, they can't, you know, earn a living. Um, but they can help keep the house nice. Keep intruders out, you know, yeah. keep us safe. You know, there's a lot of good jobs that I could give Casper. Ghost housekeepers, now that I think about it. Mm, what do you mean? <laughs> well, like, it's a common theme of, like, you know, oh, you get a new house. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. And they, this like, clean the up after you. of the house. Oh. But they were never there. They were always okay. dead. Yep. But you I see gotcha. them and they, they take care of things. And, yeah. That's very true. Yeah. 
Um, so there's also a side effect of the ideometer effect that is sad. Um, that same effect where the unconscious mind is moving our muscles uh, has been misconstrued of, uh, often by caregivers of nonverbal people as communication when it's really just like the brain subconsciously doing it and they're sort of like reading into the meaning of what they think that their loved one is saying. And I feel like it's a really touchy subject because it's like you want to believe that your person, your, you know, your loved one can communicate with you. But on the same token, like there was a story of this woman who claimed that um, she communicated with the person she was caring for via like small finger movements and that he consented to her having a sexual relationship with him. Okay, well, that is not okay. Yeah, exactly. I, that is definitely... So I so feel like there's a lot. So like, if you if you want to think that, like, they're, you know, telling you that they love you or, like, you know, having a conversation, whatever, that's fine. But if we're talking about life-changing decisions like that or that, like, I want to die or, like, pull the plug or, you know, what, what the fuck ever, like, that's not an okay reason to, like, use that. Especially when it's such a documented phenomenon. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, that is really, that's a tough subject because it's like, because there are also stories of people coming out of a coma and they could hear every fucking thing and they knew yeah. exactly what was going on the whole time. So that's really, that's a tough area in general. But also people always make weird excuses to do gross sexual things. And I'm like, can we just not? Can we not? That would be great if we didn't do that as we a just, whole. If we just didn't, please. Rah. But yeah, that is my story about the Ouija board and the ideometer effect. Interesting. Also, I was curious too because like, you know, I had made that spirit board and I was like, I'll just sit here and see if anything happens. Nothing happened with me. And I'm like, maybe it only works if there's other people. And that's kind of what made me, like, look more into it. Yeah, it definitely only works if there's other people. But it makes sense because you're probably amplifying each other's, you know, minuscule muscle movements. So it feels like... I think, I think that's they all, interesting, but I they still also, can't... Well, I was going to say, they just also say that you're not supposed to touch too hard. You're supposed to touch lightly. And when you're touching something lightly, like, your finger does move more. Like, try and touch something lightly. My finger is shaking a little bit. You know what I mean? Versus, like, having a firm grip. Yeah, but who is touching it lightly? I can make my hands look like they're touching something lightly. That's and true. Still and still put effort into it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'm still very on, like, the more people are doing it to fuck with you kind of vibe. Like, that's just how I feel about things. Oh, I 100% agree. I don't think yeah. that it, I think that it's all too easy for it to be faked. But I just think it's interesting that you can also fake it for yourself. <laughs> oh, yeah, you can. You're your own ghost, everybody. You're welcome. <laughs> oh, I didn't think that's what you were talking about. Wait, what? <laughs> oh, oh, sister. <laughs> sister. What? Sometimes you just gotta, you know... Wrap that show up. <laughs> you know, I can't I can't put my finger in the air and just go like this. Like, all right, come on, wrap it up. <laughs> I mean you could. No, that would be rude, apparently. Yeah. But yeah, that's my 
spooky topic. Spooky science. Spooky also, I do think science. it's weird when you think about, like, your body doing things without you, like, consciously. But it does I happen. mean, my body does that all the time. You know how many times I run into the wall or a door I or was going to say. Yeah, it's also sometimes called the ideometer reflex, which mm. makes sense because it's... Reflexes are also not consciously done. I'm like, does that also happen when I, like, walk into a room for no reason, but, like, my body just takes me there, and then I walk in there, and I'm like, why did I come in here? Not because I forgot. No, like, today. You just forgot you forgot. It's fine. Or have No. Like, today, I was posting on my phone, and I'm talking to mom, and I turned around and started walking towards the porch, but there was, like, there was no reason. It was like I was just getting ready to go somewhere. And I was like, why am I here? How did... You are obviously possessed by the devil. Your soul oh. was lost. What a go to Go to confession and talk to the people at Catholic.com. I'm so sorry if I'm offending anybody. I... Fuck. I don't know. I just can't. It just seems silly. Uh, anyways. Why are we sorry? I'm not sorry. We're obviously kidding. Like, calm down. It's like, these are obviously jokes. Yes. Awesome. Ouija boards. I was really hoping that they would be named after Luigi Ouija. That would be much cooler. We should just say that it was. Yeah. Did you know you can change your name to anything? Yeah, except, like, it depends on the state, I think, because they also won't let you... name your child lucifer after the devil we're going real devilishly uh, fun they, you can't name your kid lucifer no what yeah the whole thing there are kids named lucifer where down under <laughs> <laughs> their mother's name is lilith oh my god that's so weird i didn't know that what do you mean that's what how, how, yeah. how like you can't name are so you can't fucking wild dude. You can't name your child Hitler either. Well, what now that makes sense. All right. Illegal baby names that have been banned around the world. How did you know that already is my question. Because I have ADHD and I google things for no fucking reason. Mm, mm, says the one with a kid. No, I was actually I started looking it up no, when I was watching. You do have a kid. You have her year long. <laughs> Shut up. Not just in the summer. I, I know. I just meant that uh, I looked her looked up the Lucifer thing when I was watching Lucifer last year during COVID. I was like, you know, they call him Lucifer like it's fine, but like it, I've never come across a Lucifer in like real life. Oh yeah, you can't name anybody Judas either. Oh Switzerland. What? Yeah. Wait, you can't name anybody Switzerland? No, sorry. In Switzerland, you can't name anyway Judas. That's really funny. Yeah, you can't name anybody. You can't name your kid Lucifer either. Wow, I didn't know that. I always wanted to like, I I just I have a a fantasy that I play out in my head all the time. Mm. It's that I'm at a pet rescue adoption center and I'm about to get two dogs and they ask me to write on the form their names. And I'm like, oh man, what am I going to name these two dogs? I always thought Lucy and Maze was a good one. 
and get three dogs, name them Chad, Michael, Murray. (laughs) Okay, I love that so much. I love human names for dogs. It cracks me the fuck up. Oh, my God. Chad. Chad, 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 Chad. Michael, and Murray as dogs. Golden Retrievers, obviously. Come on, Chad. You can do it. Chad, you stop it. I can't. I'm like cracking myself up thinking about it. Did Chad boop today? (sighs) Chad. Chad, you're such a... I can't even say it. You're such a bad boy. Ew, stop. <laughs> okay, this is not the fantasy that I'm talking about. <laughs> All right. Yeah, that was cute. That was a cute vibe. A little, little devilish. Yeah. A little devil liar. No. 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 This is why we can't do videos, <laughs> by the way. No. I need multiple takes to get a good it one It makes out. us more endearing, right? You know how hard I was thinking about the priest line? I was like, gotta say something about priests. Gotta say something about diddling little kids. You did a really good job. And I hate to say that about a topic so terrible, but... It is so terrible. That's why it needs to be called out yeah. all the time. Did you know that the market for selling your personal information is huge? The California DMV makes $50 million a year off of selling your personal information, while the Florida DMV made a whopping $77 million in 2017 alone. And it doesn't stop there. Anytime you get a new car loan, house, or your credit is run, these companies sell your information, and it's all in the pesky fine print. So what can we do about that? This is where our friends at Privacy Pros come in. Privacy Pros is a for-profit, privately-owned privacy advocacy company. They focus on the removal of personally identifiable information, such as your name, date of birth, age, address, prior addresses, phone numbers, emails, the list goes on and on. Basically, they go through the internet like awesome detectives and remove your personal information from the places it has been sold to. Everyone in the staff signs an NDA to make sure that your personal information doesn't go any farther and that your information actually stays private, unlike competitors who will go right back around and sell your information back once the contract is up. All great stuff, but it gets even better. Privacy Pros is committed to helping people out, from helping people keep information private who work at nonprofits and advocacy groups, aiding divorcees and foiling stalkers, as well as helping trans folks bury their dead names. Privacy Pros is also a women-owned, military-spouse-driven business. With Privacy Pros, you get five reports over a year, the first one within two weeks of signing up, and the other spaced out in order to keep monitoring for repopulating personal identifiable information. Visit Privacy Pros today to take back your privacy at privacypros.com. All right, so... Guess what, everybody? It's Shark Week here in Wonderlust Studios. <laughs> sure is. Um, yeah. 
So this week, I was like, mm, want to keep it spooky, want to keep it a little dum dum Yeah, I'm talking about sharks. Talking about sharks. Also, if you're thinking that that's not spooky, did you know that a group of sharks is called a shiver? Oh my god, no, really? (laughs) Yeah. Is it really called that? Yeah. Oh my god, that's my new favorite thing. I love the the names of people, like the names of the groups of animals that the people come up with. Just very cute and adorable. A parliament of owls. A murder of crows. Crows. Yeah. Yeah. Parliament of owls is. What is it? A what's a gang of raccoons? What's the raccoon one? That's a good one. A bibbling babbling bunch of baboons. A nursery. A nursery of raccoons. Yep. Oh, I mean, that's cute, but that's not as cute as I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be like a little banditos. Yeah. All right. So, yes, it is Shark Week and it is spooky. And I just wanted to learn more about sharks. Yay! And so now I'm going to tell you what I learned about sharks. And now you're going to know things about sharks. Are you ready? I'm always ready. I was a huge fan of Shark Week, always on Discovery Channel. I'm a huge fan of Shark Week every month, but it's for different reasons. (laughs) My dumb ass was almost like, why? And I was like, oh, right. (laughs) Oh. Oh. All right, let's get into it. Coming in hot with this hot take. Fun fact, the annual number of worldwide shark bites is 10 times less than the number of people bitten by other people in New York. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Wow. I'm impressed. True facts. (laughs) Oh my gosh. So we're also going to talk about New York is a fact that is really upsetting. And that is humans kill over a hundred million sharks every year. Mm. And even that number is a conservative estimate. Um, Some scientists and journals state that the reality might be closer to 273 million sharks a year. Those poor sharks didn't do anything! I know. And they're so cool. I love sharks. They truly are. Um, this works out to be about 15,525 sharks per hour. Uh. Yeah, I mean, yeah. But, like, times it by a lot. Because, like, that is a fucked up amount of sharks that are being killed. And I didn't get to watch Seaspiracy. But I know they talk about sharks and dolphins and everything. Yeah. It's like, it's really bad. It's really bad out there. So I know some of us, like me, don't like to be in the ocean and don't like to be in bodies of water. Wait, you don't like water? I like water and I like being submerged. Like a cute little bean at a pool. But, like, that's it. A little, yeah. 
Are you, like, kissing yourself on the forehead when you're picturing that? Like, that's what it looks like. That's just, like, my cute thing. I know. Like, I like to just, you know, and it's funny because I don't do, like, the chef's kiss thing. I just go. So sometimes I'm just, like, kissing the air near people. I hope that's okay. I probably should ask for consent beforehand. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, so... You know, with those statistics that I just threw at you, you know, the fact that you're 10 times uh, more likely to be bitten by a person in New York. Is it New York City or like the state of New York? You know, they just said New York and they probably meant the city, but we're going to go ahead and include the whole state in that because I live here and I know they exist. (laughs) It's just like when I tell people that I moved here from Florida, they're like, oh, wow, people are like crazy there. And I'm like, you know who goes to Florida? You know who settles in Florida? New Yorkers. Northeastern motherfuckers. (laughs) Like, y'all move there, you have your babies, and then you let them run crazy and be wild. And then you're like, oh. And then, or you live up here, and then you're like, oh, I want to go somewhere. I want to go on vacation. Oh, let's go to Florida and be crazy and act like we don't know how to act because we're on vacation and we're in Florida and it's allowed. Mm -hmm. Like, that is, Florida is the party dick of the nation. I said it. (laughs) Florida is the hanging Chad. (laughs) Bad boy. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> I said it and regretted it so much, but like I felt like I couldn't not say it. I, I don't know. It's a whole thing. It comes out sometimes. Um, That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Back to sharks. All right. What's the reality that you are going to encounter a shark or be attacked by a shark? All right. That's the spookiest part about sharks, right? We're all like, uh, but they could get me. Okay, I'm there. I'm with you. I feel it. All right. It is more likely that you will be killed by lightning than a shark attack. Fun. Yeah. Surfers are more likely to die from drowning than from a shark attack. Interesting. Yes. However, due to the amount of time that surfers spend in the water doing their best impression of a seal, they um, (laughs) are about three times more likely to get killed by a shark attack than the average person. Okay, that makes sense, though. Still not as likely as drowning or being struck by lightning. Cool. Yeah. Um, So, there is a list that I found from somewhere of the world's top 10 deadliest animals and uh guess where sharks place on that list i don't know but i know which one's the most deadly what's the most deadly a hippo no what yeah yeah hippos are on the list sharks are dead last interesting wait what's yeah. what's the most deadly dog no in first place is mosquitoes <laughs> that makes sense. Which, like, I don't understand how that counts as an animal, but, like, all right, I'll give it to you. Because mosquitoes kill 725,000 people a year. With all their diseases, yep. Yeah. You know what is second place behind mosquitoes? Badger moles. No. What? Not even honey badgers. Damn. That's what I was thinking of. Anyways, continue. People. Oh, Yeah. That makes more sense. Yeah. Um, humans kill 475,000 of themselves on average a year. 
Yay, people. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, what's third? Um, the third is snakes. They kill... That was going to be my other guess, aside from the hippos. Yeah, they are responsible for the deaths of 50,000 people a year. Dogs are next. I knew that dogs were ne- somewhere on there. Yep, 25,000 people a year, which seems weirdly high. Um, and also, the other... Did I say this? I don't think I said this. The other night, I walked out of work, and... There was this big, big, chonky, ripply, muscly unit of a pit bull outside because there's like apartments upstairs so people hang out outside and like smoke cigarettes and whatever. Yeah. And I walked out the door by myself because like everybody else goes out the other door. I walk out the door and this big chonk monster sitting there with no collar come like looks at me. And you know what my first reaction was? Hey, buddy. What are you doing? Come here. Yep. And he came waddling over I was going to say, did he, he waddle and shake his whole oh, body like a cute little was, thing? He couldn't contain it. Um, very cute. The people that were sitting there were flabbergasted. Um, and I was, and it didn't occur to me until I was walking away. I was like, maybe this isn't a nice dog normally. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I took one look at his chalky face and I was like, come here. <laughs> They were being real weird about it, so I was like, oh, maybe I should I was going to say, that's a ballsy-ass move for Tiny You to just go up to random big he dogs. so cute. But it's like, you can read, you can read, you know, uh, dog expressions. Like, you know, his tail was wagging in a low, medium level. He was wiggling up to me. It's like, he's not coming after me. He's not being aggressive, you know? If his tail was, like, high and wagging and he was, like, being weird, then I'd be like, oh, okay, maybe get a leash for that motherfucker. Also, if you're going to react like that, maybe get a leash for that motherfucker. Yeah. Like, he was about ready to get in my car and come home with me. No. Yeah. Um, okay, so after dogs, uh, Titsi flies comes next, and they kill about 10,000 people a year. And then after Titsi Flies was an interesting one that I kind of glossed over initially on the list, and then I had to come back to it because I was like, wait, what? What do you think it was? I don't know. Freshwater snails. I'm sorry, what? Yeah. Freshwater snails also kill about 10,000 people a year. However, then I found this, that uh, the reason why freshwater snails are so deadly is because they can carry a parasitic disease called Skystone. You can tell I didn't try to pronounce this until now. Just now, yeah. Yes, this is the theater we put on for you all to enjoy. <laughs> Ski, sky, girlfriend. Gistomiasis. Did you just whisper that creepily into your mic like four times before you said that loudly? Every syllable backwards. (laughs) All right. Cool. Yeah, I had to to do it backwards because the beginning part was throwing me off. I'm hooked on phonics, y'all. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know what you're doing out there, but I am hooking them in. Um, All right. So, yeah. Going to have to do an episode on freshwater snails now. Yeah. But it's a parasitic disease, um, and it affects apparently... 250 million people 
um, mostly in Asia, Africa, and South America. It's one of the most the world's most deadly parasites, and it's not just spread by freshwater snails, but apparently they're the most effective at doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, another reason to be afraid of the water parasites, y'all. <sighs> parasites. Isn't that what? You know? Isn't that what killed? Uh... Wasn't there a death in... It was an amoeba. Amoeba. Which I think is a bacteria. Okay. Isn't that a bacteria? Mm-hmm. I don't know. It might be a parasite. I, it, I, I don't, I don't know. know. Also, yeah. I love how um, for the science and nature ones, you normally talk about, like, animals. Or weather. And I keep talking about, like... <laughs> <laughs> I keep talking about, like... I feel like I talk a lot about, like, uh, psychology or, like... Yeah. Stuff like that. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Um, no, you're good. That is a point. I honestly, I was thinking, I was like, I want to do a watery topic. I haven't talked about how much I'm afraid of the water in a while, and I feel lost I actually it. am glad you're bringing it back, because it's always fun to listen to you talk about how ter- terrifying the water is. It's so scary. Um, okay, so after freshwater snails and tsetse flies coming in at 10,000 a pop, uh, hippos kill about 500 people a year only 500 about yeah wow okay yeah and i mean this is on average not every year people are getting killed by hippos but it's like an amalgamation of the statistics over like a 10-year period and then it's averaged out um elephants kill mm. about 100 people mm-hmm. sitting and shitting that's how they kill people they sit on them and they shit on really them. yeah <laughs> yeah, people have died from being shat on by an elephant. Oh my God, that sounds like the can you imagine a terrible way to go? I know it, that that truly is like there's just some ways when people it's like when you when you die of old age or like peacefully in your sleep, you know it's like okay that was my time. But sometimes I'm like you really had to you really had to let me go out like this. Yeah, like this was the end of my story. I actually yeah. feel like I remember reading about somebody that died from getting pooped on by an elephant. And I was like, that is shitty. It happens. It's yeah. <laughs> Had to go Just there. Imagine, imagine an elephant shitting in space. Why? <laughs> <laughs> Mostly just so I can see your Because, you know, when you poop in space, the poop doesn't break off. Why do you know these things? There's no gravity. Stop. I don't want to. No. It's true. Stop. I don't want to. No. This is a bit of mine, actually. I'm surprised I never told you No. That was like, that was my first thing that I said when I went up for open mic very first time that was my opener <laughs> it always gets a good reaction i bet it does um, so yeah so next right before sharks is wolves they apparently kill on average about 10 people a year however in north america there are no documented accounts of humans that were killed by wild wolves between the years 1900 and 2000 Interesting. For a hundred years, no documented cases. That was in North America. Okay, worldwide, in rare cases where wolves have attacked or killed people, the majority of those attacks are by rabid wolves. So it's rabies. Ah, uh. wolves don't actually want to eat you. 
spoiler alert, nothing wants to eat you. The only thing that wants to eat you are mosquitoes. I was going to say mosquitoes. And people. And people. <laughs> gotta, yeah. gotta eat those mummies. Mm. Oh, God, snort them up. <laughs> um, oh, my God. <laughs> okay, so, yeah, so wolves coming in with a very low number of 10 people compared to the half a million people that are killed by people and the three quarters of a million that are killed by mosquitoes. Um, sharks coming in with 10 as well. There were... There were 13. Now, again, again, this is like an amalgamation of like the average for a 10 year period or so. In 2020, there were 13 shark related fatalities and 10 of those were confirmed to be unprovoked. But literally, 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 you know, that feeling like when you're walking around like a spooky house or abandoned place looking at you or the woods looking at me or dad or yeah anywhere yeah when you're walking around like a weird place and you feel like weird like somebody's watching you it's because probably a person is lurking around the corner and they're gonna like jump out and do something weird to you like it's always a person like there's always way more reason to be afraid of people than there is to be afraid of any other animal that you find in the woods okay Mm -hmm. three times more people die from being stung by hornets and wasps every year than by getting killed from a bear wolf shark or alligator attack combined see now combined. I, now i feel justified in everybody's fear of hornets and wasps and bees and mosquitoes and mosquitoes yeah i don't like those either valid so valid also the mosquitoes have been whack this year like they are out of control Poor little evie got a bug bite under her eyeball <gasps> oh no she looked like she had like a swollen eye like somebody hit her because she got bit right on her eye Yo, it's still 80 degrees up here, and I'm still going outside fully clothed because I don't want to get bit. You know what they do? They bite my head. Yeah. Not just my face, but, like, no, my head. No, your head like, I and hair. huge yeah, welts that's happened. on my scalp. Yeah, Evie gets those huge welts when she gets bug bites, too. Like, huge. Like, 50-cent yeah. piece big welts every time it she gets like a bite. I had. I was going to say, yeah, no, it felt like I had, like, rolls of, like, pennies and dimes, like, on my head. Like, they were, like, long like that. But, yeah, I... They are they are vicious. She calls herself a mosquito buffet. Oh, that's really cute. Yeah, she's the <laughs> cutest. Um, oh yeah, yeah. And speaking of gators, all right. You know, a lot of you are like waiting for the official Florida shout out. Hi, it's here. Okay, even though we mentioned it earlier, you're thinking, I wonder how many people are killed by alligators, Emily. I bet gators aren't as cute as sassy as you guys think they are. I bet they kill loads more than sharks. Wrong. Gators are incredibly cute and sassy. They are incredibly cute and sassy. And less than one person is killed each year by gators. And that's keeping in mind that, like, people go in all Florida's lakes and springs and all kinds of nonsense all up in their territory all the time. Gators be up in the storm drains. Yep. Gators be up in the pools. In the pools. Don't even get me started on Lake Jessup. Yep, Lake Jessup, the springs, the... Uh, Gator dumping ground. Where the the... What are they called? Retention ponds? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, Um, for anyone who doesn't know, Lake Jessup is a lake in central Florida 
and that is like where gators are like released into the wild. There is an obscene amount of gators in Lake Jessup, and it's a decent sized lake for yeah. Florida. And when you drive over it, um, we wh- what we used to do was count how many gators we could see. And I think the most that I got up to was like 15 or 16, just like basking yeah. in the sun yeah. near the edge. Near and the stuff. edge, yeah. But yeah. And that's just like while like flying over the bridge. Yeah, what you can what yeah. you can make out, but it's like it's a pretty big lake, so yeah, gators are cute and sassy. And also something else interesting came up. Okay, so when I googled how many people die from shark attacks every year, a weird question popped up in the people also ask category, which is my favorite category place on the whole internet is the people also ask yeah column it is it's Google great searches. i love it makes me so happy if i could build a home there and retire i would be <laughs> shut the fuck true. up get out of here <laughs> <laughs> okay so under people also ask the fourth question down when you google how many people die from shark attacks every year is how many people are killed by coconuts every year <laughs> Wait, but how many? 150. Wow. Yeah. On average, you are a hundred times more likely to be killed by a coconut falling from a tree on a beach on vacation than being attacked by a shark or a gator. I've got a lovely bunch of coconuts. (laughs) Yeah. I, like, could not handle that. Also, I love that people are out there using the internet exactly the same way I I know, right? That just makes me so happy. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. So, literally, you are 150 times more likely to be struck down in your prime by coconuts and gravity than by being attacked, bitten, or even eaten by a gator. I just can't handle the coconuts. It's coconuts. It's coconuts. Yeah, but, you know, gators and sharks... And all the other animals, they're scary because they have big teeth. And, yeah, that's really the main reason why. They also have big wiggly butts. They do. Yeah. Does that make me scary? Also, I like, have... watching gators. Yeah, Wasn't there, when the pandemic started, watching the gators, like, waddle down, like, the, yeah. the streets and stuff like that? Just, uh, they're funny. And they've got, like, yeah, they've got a vibe to them. It's kind of like Elizabeth Warren. <laughs> she was here when she walked in and did that like weird. Yeah. Yep. Walk. She was holding a giant beach ball. Um, so much like sharks or any other animal besides people, gators generally do not attack humans for a number of reasons, mainly because we're too large for gators to really deal with and too much for them to eat and process, which is the same for sharks. Um, juvenile alligators primarily eat insects, amphibians, small fish, and other invertebrates. Adult gators eat, like, rough fish, snakes, turtles. Snakes! Gators eat snakes! Leave the gators alone! They're eating the snakes. Yeah. Anyways, turtles, small mammals, and birds. Which I have actually seen gators stalk birds before. We were at this, um, ooh, the Apopka Wildlife Drive. That's a good one. If you want to see gators, like, driving style, going, like, five miles an hour down a bumpy-ass dirt road, you'll enjoy this. It's super fun. But we, you get to the end, 
And you kind of get to go, like, look off into the wetlands. And, like, this gator was coming up stalking these two. You know those really cute birds that have, like, the flamingo-y legs, but they have, like, a red on their bill? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but they're black with the red. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, they were they were walking around, and this gator comes up to them. And we're close to this. This is, like, close to people. There's no fence there's no, like, viewing deck. There's no, like, observatory. Like, we are in nature. And everybody is like, oh, let's get closer. Let's get a picture of the gator. He's about to chop on this bird. Like, everyone that was there was so excited. We were all like, oh, yeah. People pulled out binoculars and shit. The birds got away. Probably because people scared him off. I was going to say, probably because people scared him off. Fucking dumbass people. Anyways. Interesting. Right. Also bears. We're just, oh, I am on a debunking animals being scary so it's not tirade i was gonna say so it's not just sharks it is just sharks but like i just gotta get the stats out i gotta get the stats out because bears people are scared of bears people all the way all the time up here i've I've been afraid to go hiking up here because of bears there were more bears that interacted closely with my environment in florida Florida than than there were new york up here Yeah, and then people are always like, oh, bear spray this, bear spray that, wolves, coyotes. Like, there's all this, like, weird fear around these animals when it's like, they, they don't want anything to do with you. Mm-hmm. Um, two to five people are killed from bear attacks in North America annually. So when you hear things like grizzly bears are 20 times more likely to attack than black bears, like, remember that 20% of five is one. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and to touch on the coyotes thing for a minute, um, there have only been two recorded incidents in the United States and Canada of humans being killed by coyotes. One involved a child in Southern California in the 1980s, and the other was a 19-year-old woman in Nova Scotia in 2009. Interesting. And that's it. And that's it. And apparently, I had someone tell me that there aren't wolves up here, and they are educated. Um... Is I mean, this is this the same person that said the whole thing about Pangea? No. <laughs> okay. Just had to check your sources. No, that person is now fact checked. Every single thing that that person tells me, I immediately look it up now. I'm like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> anyways. Um, so yeah, so apparently there's coyotes up here too. There's a different breed of coyotes and they're really big. So they look like wolves and apparently there's like a different, yeah, I, I'm like, they're wolves, but okay. Okay. But either way, neither of them are trying to get you. Bears are not trying to get you. Gators are not trying to get you. Contrary to popular belief, sharks are notoriously picky eaters. They do not hunt or kill for fun. And virtually all scientists and experts agree that humans are definitely not on any shark food palette interesting like any species of shark not even great whites a great white shark's digestive system is too slow to cope with the high ratio of bone to muscle to fat of humans um, and they've been known to spit out human flesh so why do they bite that's the question right yeah, yeah. short answer we already said it surfers look like seals longer answer Sharks are also incredibly inquisitive and curious, but, you know, with their lack of uh, hands, they got to do what they can to learn about things and figure out what something is, and that all they can do is use their mouth. Mm. 
interesting. So that's why they bite at things. They literally can't do anything else, but they're curious about it and they want to like figure out what it does. That's like if you hold, you know, it's like you see surfers in like cages, they like hold like rods and stuff out to sharks with like a toy or something weird on the end and they will continually bite at it, but they're not trying to like rip it apart. They're trying to figure out what it is. It's for. Interesting. Yeah. But they're powerful and their jaws are so strong like alligators, you know, it's like that and bears too. Fuck all those, all those guys, <laughs> all those guys. They got that strong all those, going for them. all those teethy boys, all those Chad Michael Murrays. Ugh. Whatever happened to him? That's a good question. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, <laughs> anyway, um, so yeah, so that's why they bite at things. So it's like they're not really biting to attack, even if it was a seal or something, or like they're they're just trying to figure it out. And a lot of the times they bite the surfboard um, and not first. The... Interesting. Yeah. So now that leads us to, you know, okay. So we look weird to sharks. Got it. What attracts sharks? You know, everyone has heard the phrase that a shark can smell blood in the water from a mile away. And like how true is that really? Um, considerable research has been devoted to finding out what attracts sharks and what causes them to attack, and the results are mostly inconclusive. But some general principles are recognized and agreed upon. One of those that they think is the um, most common attractor of sharks is actually sound. Um, sound rather than sight or smell seems to be the shark's primary cue for moving to an area. Certain types of irregular sounds like those made by a swimmer in trouble or damaged fish seems to attract sharks from a great distance. Interesting. Right? Then the other one, sharks also heavily rely on detecting other electric fields. They uh, have these special pores on their snout that are called the ampullae of Lorenzini. Are they Italian pores? They are Italian pores. They are imported from Milan. The finest pores you know the land. They're so tiny. <laughs> They're actually not that tiny. <laughs> I just like that you ended with that. They're so tiny. They're so tiny you can't even see the pore. So, these ampullae of Lorenzini uh, give the sharks a sixth sense. They're also found on stingrays and other cartilaginous fishes, other fishes made of cartilage. Yes. Um, they can also be found on reed fish and sturgeon, giant sturgeon. Giant sturgeon! And, um, they've also been found on lungfish as well. <coughs> You're probably wondering... Okay, so what about these Italian boards? Why are they the Ampullae of Florentini? Well, unlike the Ouija board, they were named after Ms. Dr. Stefano, Ms. Dr. Ms. Dr. Stefano Lorenzini um, in 1678. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was a lot earlier than I was thinking, Yeah, that's what I was, I was like, oh, yeah. like 19, 1800s, you know, something like that. Yeah, um, no, he had the first known description of the Ampullae made by Dr. Stefano Lorenzini. And if you don't think that's fun to say, try to say it. Stefano Lorenzini. All right, now you guys try. <laughs> Was it fun? Okay. So much fun. <laughs> Lorenzini. <That was> <laughs> 
There we go. There it is. I know. The Lorenzini. I was just being a wet blanket. It's fine. So, yes, he was made the first known description of the Ampile was Dr. Stefano Lorenzini, but it was not until 1960 that they were identified as a specialized organs for sensing electric fields. I cannot do an Italian accent. No, just stop. (laughs) (laughs) All sharks have these ampullae, um, but some of them, you know, have, like, a different style. Yeah. And um, hammerhead sharks actually... uh, the reason, part of the reason why they're believed to have developed that way is that they're, while their head, their hammer head, doesn't strengthen their detection of the la- the electric field, um, it broadens the scope. Oh. And it increases their chance of getting a meal. Interesting. Which I was interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, when you mentioned the pores, I was, I was wondering if that was going to come up at all. Yeah, yeah. It is, um, it is something that's on... <laughs> every shark but yeah um so yeah so back to also that fun word that i couldn't pronounce cartilaginous cartilaginous yes so i'm sure most of you know or have been told that sharks are made up of cartilage and that is true and did you also know that if you look at a shark skin under a microscope it looks like scaly armor i did know that actually i did not know that no. um have you ever touched a shark? Yeah, they're rough. Okay, yeah. Well, they're smooth one way and rough one other yeah. way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that is due to dermal denticles, which are like V-shaped layers of dentine-coated enamel that is held in the skin sockets called riblets. This is also the same uh, substance that makes up Shark teeth. Interesting. All right? Yeah. Um, the denticles on their skin help to reduce friction, which allows them to swim effortlessly and quietly. And being silent is crucial when sharks are hunting prey. And um, it's so crucial that they actually do not make any kind of vocalization whatsoever. Like, their whole thing is silent but deadly. Yeah. Except they're not that deadly. People are more deadly. Uh, so, but, they're, you know. but they're deadly to their prey, hopefully. That's... I guess, yeah, hopefully. Um, unless their prey is a cute octopus, then no, thank you. <laughs> Fair. I bonded with the octopus. You first. did. Sorry. I, um, was that first, though? Because you have a shark tattoo. I do have a shark tattoo. I've been overdue for an octopus tattoo, but I get really weird because I'm like, I've got to balance the animals that I get, you know? It's like I have a bird, I have a shark, and I have a rat. So I'm like, okay. You know, what if I get too many fish? You know, what if I get too many birds? Like You don't even have a cat. Well, a lot of people think the rat is a cat. Or a wolf. So. That's disappointing. Yeah, it is. Um, But there is one exception, kind of. Um, The draughtsboard shark, also known as the carpet shark is a species of shark that is native to New Zealand that doesn't technically vocalize, but they are known to bark. Um, They make a sound that comes from, like, an explosive release of pressurized air that comes out of their stomach. So it's basically just, like, air and push it out, and it does make a noise, but they don't actually make it. So that's, like, the one exception to the rule. And as we mentioned before, uh, sharks don't have bones. 
So they are a special type of fish known as Elasmobronx. 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 Wait, they don't have any bones? They don't have any bones. I did not know that. Yes. Um, which that just basically means that they're a fish made up of cartilage. Yes. Um, and yes, sharks are fish. And yes, I know some of them have live births, but they still lay eggs, even if they lay the eggs inside of them, and then the eggs hatch and duke it out, which is actually a thing. Uh, some sharks do hatch in the shark, and then they fight to see which one is born. Interesting and creepy. So weird, right? Oh my gosh. Um, yeah, so they lay eggs. They also have gills and breathe in the water. Um, unlike dolphins who have blowholes and breathe air and they do not lay eggs uh, like dolphins or whales. Yeah. Or, you know, so, yeah. so they're not a mammal. They Interesting. are fish. I did not know yes. that either. I always kind of thought they were mammals. Maybe I was just mixing them up though with dolphins. I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah, I thought that some were mammals and some were not. But I also kind of feel like our education has been an interesting one because I feel like a lot of the times like we have had uh, lessons in school, like Pluto, where it's like, Pluto's a planet. You got to remember this for all your tests. And, and then, then it's like, oh, yeah. just kidding. Pluto's not a planet. And then it's like, God, there was another one I just had in my brain. Oh my God. It just, it just blinked right out. Oh my gosh. I hate it when that happens. What was another example of that? There's Pluto. I had another example. All species of sharks are classified as fish. Wow. Okay. Yeah, because I feel like I heard that shar- some sharks are mammals and some sharks are fish. I thought I, you know, I thought I learned that too, to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, and also, even though sharks don't have any bones, they can still fossilize because their uh, their teeth tissue, you know, and their skin tissue is, and their they have a spinal fluid column they have a spinal column so shark's teeth are made up of a tissue called dentine which is calcified and the dermical dentals that sharks have instead of true scales are very tooth-like and can fossilize so yes sharks do not have bones Um, their teeth have a fluoride coating and this acts similar to toothpaste which keeps a shark's mouth healthy and clean which is just another example of how other animals are way more evolved than we are. Yeah, why can't we have that? <laughs> yeah. Um, and shark's teeth are actually embedded in their gums rather than in their jaw. They have multiple rows of teeth and may lose up to 30,000 teeth in a lifetime. That is a hefty bill from the tooth fairy right there. Mm-hmm. All right, so have you ever wondered how scientists can tell how old a shark is? Now I do. Scientists figure out how old a shark is by counting the rings on its cartilaginous vertebrae. Oh, interesting. Yeah, just like counting the rings on a tree. Yeah. Yeah, this process is called validation, which, just like Van Gogh, only happens for sharks after they're dead. (laughs) Just like Van Gogh, you're the worst. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Also, sharks are older than trees. Oh, really? Yeah. As a whole, sharks have been around for at least 450 million years. They have survived four of the big five mass extinctions. And at 450 million years, this means that not only have sharks been around longer than trees, they've also been around longer than Mount Everest 
and they actually predate dinosaurs. I was just going to ask that. That's so cool. Yeah. Um, the oldest known species of shark is the Greenland shark, and the Greenland shark has been recorded to live up to 400 years old. Yeah, I remember learning that, that one because I was like, oh my gosh, can you imagine living that long? I can't, and they look like they have lived that long. And how do look a picture? They look like the old dude in the shark tank. Um, so yeah, so their lifespan is generally estimated to be from <laughs> 250 to 500 years old. They literally look like a shark version of an 80 year old man. That's what I'm saying. They look so old. They and they look like they're like hey. Like, that's what yeah. it looks like. If it could make a noise, that's the noise that would come out Okay, with. you know what? So, because I was thinking about when you said that about, I've been listening to some, like, you know, old, older, whatever. Okay. I've been listening to some uh, books that have to do with, like, vampires and stuff. And no, not dumb vampires, but anyways. Uh, and then, you know, they talk about them being, like, hundreds of years old, but looking the same age. And I'm like, I want to read a book about vampires where they fucking look 400 years old. And you're like, God yeah, damn. I, I want that too, actually. How are you still alive? I'm actually related to the Greenland shark, and uh, that's why I look like this. Look at him. Look at his little craggly eyes. He just, yeah. I know. He fucking looks old. Yeah, so they actually figured out how old Greenland sharks are by carbon dating their eyes. Creepy. Yeah, but, um, yeah, they look super old. And, yes, sharks are vertebrates. Um, sharks, despite despite the fact that they do not have any bones, they do have a skeleton. That's what I was wondering, because I've seen the skeletons. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I Like, in, in like, uh, SeaWorld. Yeah, right? probably, yeah, that's <laughs> probably exactly what i'm thinking of i was thinking when i was doing this i was like we used to go to like a museum and there was always this big shark jaw on display and then i remembered i was like that was not a museum that was sea world <laughs> yeah ayo <laughs> anyways they uh their skeletal system and spinal column are made up of cartilage and not bones and a vertebrate is uh defined as any animal with a spinal column so according to that definition Obviously, sharks, as we've mentioned, have a spinal column, which qualifies them as vertebrates. Interesting. Yeah. And the Greenland shark is the oldest motherfucking vertebrate out there. Living up to 500 years? Maybe even longer. Like, that's a long-ass time. Like, there have been gr- there are Greenland sharks alive now that were born before America was a country. Yeah, that's crazy. Did you also know that Clams can live to be 500 years or older? No, I did not know that. It's called a quahog. The ocean quahog is a fist-sized clam that can live to be (laughs) five. That was so cute. (laughs) She just, like, gung-ho'd it, you know? I had to show you my fist. I know, but it was really cute. (laughs) Fist-sized clam. That can live to be 500 years or older. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. I can't imagine being around that long. Yeah, that's the only one that comes close. It was I was reading about other Oh, the immortal jellyfish. Instead what? of dying. Yeah, the immortal mortal jellyfish, the Benjamin Button of the Sea. Instead of dying, the jellyfish gets younger and younger until it starts to live life over again. What? What? Yeah. It's called a Turritopus 
Dorney is the Latin name. Guys, water is crazy. The water, Ew, you want to talk about real. like alien life and stuff? Look yeah. at the fucking water. Yeah. Yeah, that's wild. Immortal jellyfish. Oh my gosh, that's so crazy. Right? Gonna have to get back to that one. I know, I know, right? Oh, man. So the Greenland shark's habitat ranges from the North Atlantic Ocean to the Arctic Ocean. They usually grow up to 20 feet long and weigh about 2,000 pounds. So about three Greenland sharks um, is equal to the largest bald eagle nest ever recorded. (laughs) 20 feet long, 2,000 pounds. Like, they could probably be cocooned inside of that, like a sushi roll. Maybe, yeah. Yeah. Like, or what is it called? It's like a a hand roll. That's what it's called. <laughs> What's it called? But she shows me her the land. It looks like an ice cream cone. That's why I'm like, you can hold it. You can, you can hold just... it. Yeah. Um, also, three Greenland sharks is equal to the weight of the tongue of a blue whale. Just wanted to remind everybody of that. And also, did you know that an elephant whale weighs less than the tongue of a blue whale? Why is it called an elephant whale, then? Oh, well, there's no such thing as an elephant whale. <laughs> I thought I thought I was going to say that, and you're going to be like, what? Point is, do your research, people. Just because it's a cute little illustration on Instagram with a statement in the form of a complete sentence does not make it a fact. Was I was I swindled? Was I nearly swindled <laughs> by a cute illustration on Instagram? Why, yes. Did I Google elephant whale a bunch of times just to find people photoshopping the beginning of an elephant onto the bottom of a whale? Like, yes, that is what I found. Deers and kangaroos are not the same. <laughs> Do your research. <laughs> oh, man. Now I'm looking Which at... also, kangaroos are freaky as fuck. Yes, they are. I can't wait to hear you talk about that someday, because you should. Yeah, I did try to look it up because I was like, oh, what about kangaroos? Like, they're scary. But they were not as deadly, so that's why I didn't really include them. But I did find the question, of course, when people also ask, what animal kills the most humans in Australia per year? People. Horses. Oh. See? Horses and cows kill the most humans in Australia. Now I feel justified also in my uncomfortability around horses. Yeah, do you want to know what the most deadly animal in the United States is? Because that list I gave you earlier, no. That list I gave you earlier was the world. worldwide. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cows. No. What? Deer. What? Yeah. Oh, because it caused car wrecks? Yep. Okay. So really, it's just people. Yeah. And they're killing deer. But also, what's after the deer? Nothing. <laughs> Blackness. The void. <laughs> That's when you get to cross through the veil and choose your TikTok haunting style. Imagine, okay, just imagine a ghost that, like, you know, is from the 80s and their entrance is the Thriller theme song. Like, how cool would that be? Why don't we see more modern ghosts, guys? Anyways. Like, you talk, th- you talk I, about, I really like, hearing, like, film like eerie ancient music and instead it's like, Thriller. <laughs> Um, I think 
I like my film developing theory that it's like it needs time to develop, you know? So it's like the last century or two. No, the last century is still in the dark room. <laughs> Get out of processing. here. Processing. Processing. Yeah, it's processing. We're in the digital age. I'm impatient. I keep I keep going to fuck with my nose ring. That's not there. This is my this is my fidget spinner. Oh. I know it looks gross. No, I realize but that it's I like do that's... this when my nails get long. This is my fidget thing where I like just mm. do this, which I think is called stimming, stemming. So yeah. 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 Anyways. Yeah, I can't I can't believe she ripped that thing out of my face. Um but yeah, there are a lot of cool facts about sharks. Um, and so I just found like a couple other random things, but I really just kind of wanted to go over the whole general sharks, trying not to get too specific into everything, but basically, yeah, there's no reason to be afraid of them. Welcome to, I mean, I honestly, here's one thing that I do find interesting about our podcast. I feel like a lot of the times we set out with spooky topics. And then we debunk them. like debunk <laughs> them. Yeah. But it's like, that's what happens. When you wonder about something, you have to like look into it. I was going to say, yeah. an opinion, you know? I thought about that when I was talking about Ouija boards. I'm like, I'm probably going to make, pe- like, maybe people are going to be like, no, that's lame. But like, it's a real thing and I have to tell the world about it, apparently. That doesn't mean they're not fun. That doesn't I mean know. One. And also, you know? like still interesting to get in touch with your subconscious which i still like that as the idea of you haunting yourself plus it's like we uh like astrology and witchy stuff like no one's gonna believe what we say (laughs) (laughs) and if we show up to the party with a ouija board with our spooky fucking podcast we're super excited about spooky season and you think that ouija board if it says something I keep hitting my mic. If that Ouija board says something weird, you think people aren't going to get freaked out? You think they're going to think that it's us? You think they're going to think that it's us? Well, I don't think so. Now they will. Because <laughs> you just said it. <laughs> just kidding. It's not a sacred plan. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, so, yeah. So, yeah. So, sharks. Um, I have, like, a couple more random facts that I thought were really cool. Like, the horn shark... Um, they're very cute. They all, they look like they're judging you for all of your life choices. That's the vibe that they bring to the table. That's, they just look like, that's why I like cats. Um, McGonagall, if McGonagall turned into See? a cat that turned into a shark. See? Yeah. That's why I like cats. Cause they look at you like they judge you. Yeah. Would you say it's called a horn shark? The horn shark. Yeah. And the horn shark lays a conical shaped egg that has a spiral flange running around the outside, which literally looks like the tip of a screw. Um, like a tip of someone, he broke off the tip of a screw and that allows them to wedge it into like a little crevice and makes it more difficult for predators to get to him. They do look like little judgy uh, Jar Jar Binkses. Yeah, they do. Definitely Jar Jar Binks vibes. But did you see the egg? No. The egg literally looks like a drill bit. Let me see. It's insane. Oh. Right? Terrifying. That's so cool, though. I it mean, reminds me of um, yes, fringe that thing that like digs itself into the yeah. The that's yeah, mm-mm. Mm-mm. yeah. Um, yeah. So they're really cute. Their habitat is mainly believed to be off the coast of California and Baja California and the Pacific Ocean, but influxes of warm water caused by climate change, caused by people, have brought them northward um, as far as San Francisco Bay. Ooh. Yes, and they're pretty small. Um, they usually are pretty solitary, and they usually stay close to home. Um, and they eat, like, mollusks and crustaceans, and occasionally will eat small bony fishes, but they pretty much have the diet of an octopus, and they're really cute. 
I like the Jar Jar Banks face. Yeah, they are. I really do. I thought they were cute. I was just like, whoa, that's cool. Um, and then I had like a couple other ones. Oh, yeah. Um, there's the Mega Mouth Shark, which have a weird look. They look like ancient. They kind of look like they are fossils. I have seen around. that one because they do. They look like. Yeah. And they're really big, um, but there's not very much known about them because they were actually just recently discovered in 1976, just uh, about 50 years ago, a little less than. 50 years ago, guys. The 70s were 50 yeah. years ago. You're welcome. Have a drink. Yeah. It's Friday. And they grow to be up uh, about 18 feet. Yeah, it does. It oh, does, also. It also looks like a cartoon shark, just like, meh. Yeah, it doesn't look real. It looks like something out of Courage the Cowardly Dog. Yeah. Um, there's also a place in the Pacific Ocean that great white sharks just randomly gather, and no one really knows why. They, like, they migrate to this place in the middle of the Pacific Ocean, and they just kind of gather to, like, touch base. Mm -hmm. And so, um, scientists and other researchers have called it the White Shark Cafe. That happens once a year. That's kind of cool. Yeah. It's very... Hundreds. Hundreds of great white sharks, and they literally just gather to, like, hang out. It's a very exclusive shark con. Yeah. Mega yeah, Mouth Con. Okay, I'm done. Sorry. Mega Mouth Con. There you go. Mega Mouth Con. Can't say white con. That's, <laughs> that's not good. Nobody wants that. Apparently, there's one of those going on in D.C. right now. Cartilaginous con? No. Cartil no. Cartil Cartilag cartilaginous. Cartilaginous con? Cartilag cartilaginous con? Cartilaginous con? I'm done. That sounds dirty. FinCon. No. Mm. Oh, there is a thresher shark that has a uh, tail fin that is a third of its body weight. That's really cool, though. Yeah. 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 So basically, sharks are really cool. People really suck. So if you want to get spooked out by person, by my person, <laughs> exist. If you want to get spooked out by a person, just, just exist. be around. Yeah. 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 But, um, but yeah, sharks aren't sharks really. Sharks are cool. I love them. They're just given also, a the guy, bad rap because they have some nice fucking teeth, guys. Yeah, and the guy who, um, the author of Jaws, actually dedicated the last decade of his career to the preservation of sharks to make up for the misinformation that his book spread. So that was before the movie, and that was the author, and that was only the last ten years of his career. Like, I mean, so. at least he tried to right his wrong a little bit. I guess. I guess. I guess. But it's because of stuff like that and like Sharknado and Tara Reid, you know, that's really the problem here. But we have Shark Week that's supposed to help us learn all about sharks. Who has cable TV anymore? That's very fair. You're right. Who watches Shark Week? I was saying that the other day. I was like, I miss Shark yeah, Week. Yeah, me too. But now I don't I don't want to have to get another streaming service I know. to watch fucking Shark I Week. Know. Like, that's bullshit. It's yeah. just turning back into cable, and it's so annoying. Anyways. Yeah, except now you have to... Yeah, exactly. It's the same price. So yeah, stupid. no, it's dumb. Things were better, but we can never go back to before. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah. I love it. I love hearing about sharks. I always loved seeing the sharks when we were at SeaWorld. That was, like, my favorite... That was one of my favorite things because you could wasn't there a big tunnel the shark room that you would walk under and like watch them like mm -hmm. swim over you oh, that was my favorite place. 
Yeah, as fucked up as SeaWorld was, it was like that was our introduction to ocean creatures. Yeah. You know? That's where we learned about them. And then we learned that SeaWorld is terrible. That's like, that's a perfect illustration of being a millennial. <laughs> Going to SeaWorld as a kid and then realizing that it was actually everything that's everything that's terrible in the world. Yeah, like speaking of terrible sea creatures, I remember reading about in the 1980s, there was this killer whale that literally killed himself, gave himself a brain aneurysm by slamming his head up against the wall repeatedly. Yeah, yeah. Because he didn't want to be there anymore because we shouldn't be doing that. Yeah. People suck a lot and hardcore all the time. So thanks for listening to yeah. podcast, you guys. We love, you. we love all of our listeners. We love you guys and sorry. But you guys get it. You guys get it. It's just like these weird freaky people out here that are trying to kill us. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? So uh yeah guys. Thanks for hanging with us in the spooky splishy splashes of our deep dives and our waters. Our wonderlusty waters. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right, we do got to do videos. Sarah's faces are priceless. 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 Um, you can follow us on Instagram at wonderlust.pod. And... Don't forget to go over to our website, thewonderlustpodcast.com, where you can find all of your wonderlusty things. Yeah. Um, you can find uh, merch, wonderlust.com, or wonderlustpodcast.com forward slash store. Mm -hmm. You can tip us if you love us and you want us to live. <laughs> <laughs> and continue pushing out all this great stuff for you guys. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, don't forget that we've got new merch coming in October. We're really excited. We can't wait to show you. We're almost there. We're almost there. That's almost it's happening. Ah. Um, but yeah, yeah, good times. Thank you so much for joining us. Follow us on all the social medias. It's on our website. You can email us at thewonderlustpodcast at gmail.com with your ideas, yeah. or you can slide into our DMs on Instagram. Let us know what we should talk about. If you got any, especially if you got any good spooky topics, I would love to hear some. Yeah, or like spooky stories about topics that we've done. Oh, yeah. Those out. I would love that for us. So, yes, also go ahead and leave us a five star review. Go ahead and do it. Send it. We always uh, appreciate your reviews and your feedback. And thank you to everyone who has been supporting us and who continues to support us. We love you all. Yes. And um, we are so excited to be celebrating this spooky season with you. It's, it's delicious. It is. It's our favorite time of the year, and we wouldn't want to spend it with anybody else. True facts. True facts. Yep. So, um, hey, Wanderers. I think it might be time for us to wander off. Mm. Um. <laughs> <laughs> um.